0: So when you choose to prioritize your audience's needs and your and their interests and really their well-being above all else which is in that place of service everything changes. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact and change. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today, I am giving you another sneak peek into a recent brand strategy session that I did with a group of incredible online entrepreneurs, content creators, and coaches. During this strategy session, we went deep with a ton of monetization and income growth strategies. So I am giving you about a 20-minute clip today of some of the goodness that we dove into. Now, if you're wanting to dive into the rest of what you're going to be hearing today, all you have to do is head to the show notes or just go to juliesolomon.net slash office hours where you can actually get access to these replays. Now, of course, we do have some other great things coming up in preparation for the launch of the Brand Accelerator, which you're going to be hearing about today. So to get access to the brand new program, the Brand Accelerator, just head on over to juliesolomon.net slash TBA for all those details. Let's get started. We also know that nothing happens until a sale is made. You cannot make money unless there is sales, period. Nothing happens until a sale is made. So if it is true that we can only make money, if there is a transaction, a sales transaction that is made, and at the same time, we're telling ourselves that sales is slimy and sleazy and it makes me desperate and it makes me insecure, how do we expect to sell with confidence? How do we expect to actually make money? I don't know why I'm not making money, even though I tell myself that sales are all of these horrible things. But yet I'm sitting here racking my brain as to why I'm not making any money. So when it comes to sales, it kind of gets a bad rap because it's often associated with hard sales. And in fact, a lot of my students, they'll even push back on me and they'll they'll say like their, their favorite excuse is, but Julie, there's just some magical unicorn people out there that are just naturally born salespeople. Like they, they come out of the womb selling. But but that's just not me. Or it's the other extreme, which we've heard a lot under there today. It's like, it's sleazy, it's slimy. I don't want to do that. But it's so important that we start to differentiate in order to actually get in the mindset first that is necessary to start creating that consistent income, to start selling ourselves. Yes, pitching ourselves, sharing our products and services. The creepy feeling that you typically get from hard sales is because hard sales, it focuses on the outcome or even like the win. But a service-based sale, when you're coming from that place of service, it's always about putting people first. It's always about coming from service first. And I think the important thing that we have to realize is that sales It is such an important part of our life, whether we realize it or not, because we're selling all the time. And it's like I said that earlier, we're selling something all the time, even if we're just not aware of it. Think about it. In business, on social media, in building a brand, the entire part (laughs) of your communication is dedicated to persuading others, whether it's the social media posts you're creating, the emails you're writing, what's on your website, networking, building community, it's the same thing. You're selling an idea or you're suggesting a course of action or you're sharing your values and your perspectives in hopes of persuading someone in a positive way. The same thing goes in our personal lives too. Every time you suggest a book to read or a podcast that you've listened to, you're not only sharing your values, your thoughts, and your perspective. You're selling that to someone and you're also sharing what you think is important, what you feel is important. And so you have to start shifting your mindset from sales is negative and awful and gross and it stifles my creativity to selling is what allows me to grow and scale and serve and share my unique gifts to the world. And another way to kind of look at this is that, I want you for a moment to just think about someone really quickly, just someone that you have happily given your money to because they sold you something that resonated with you. It could be a book. It could be the best meal you've ever had of your life, but just they sold you something that touched your heart. It made you feel like they understood what you needed. It provided immense value to you. And so you said yes. And think about the impact that that had on your life. Think about how that got you out of confusion or overwhelm or frustration or not feeling good about yourself into this new place of excitement, enthusiasm, curiosity, clarity, more education, fun, memories. Now, if that person had thought all the things that we had thought that we said earlier in the chat about sales, it's slimy, it's gross, I don't want to do it, and decided not to sell you on that. Think about what you would be missing in your life and in your business today. And so if you're sitting here right now and telling yourself that you're not good at sales or that it's bad to be bad at sales or that you know it takes away from your art if you sell, you're actually stealing from those people who need what it is that you're selling the most. And it is the fastest way to burnout. And it is the fastest way to staying in this perpetual state of money scarcity. And that dopamine hit of like freaking out because all you're doing is being worried about money 99% of the time because you're sitting here being like I don't know why I'm not making money and at the same breath subconsciously you're sitting here saying sales is bad so it's like you're basically saying ooh I don't want money ooh 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 I don't want money why am I not making money so we have to start embracing the sales mindset and here's what it means first off selling as a service when you view selling as a service you shift from merely pushing products or services onto people, which no one wants, to genuinely helping and serving them. And that begins with you. You get to decide, am I serving or am I selling? Because we're always doing one of the things. We're always selling, but am I hard selling or am I serving? And that's the decision that you get to make. And that's all that is, is right here. It's mindset. It's literally managing your mind. It's, it's a small shift that you get to say, I'm serving today. This is how I serve people. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. business for sponsoring the show. You know, we would never go to Rome, Italy and sit down for the best pasta of our lives. And then the bill come and be like, how dare they try to sell this to me? Like we would be so excited. We're going to be so excited to happily pay for this meal because it was the greatest meal of our lives. It's literally like a service. That's how I feel because I'm just such a foodie. It's like a service to me. Like I, I can't wait to give them my money because this is this amazing meal that I'm gonna have that I'm gonna remember for the rest of my life, that is this incredible memory. So why don't we see our own services that way? So when you choose to prioritize your audience's needs and your and their interests and really their well being above all else, which is in that place of service, everything changes. And this is why that is so powerful. When you start seeing selling as a service, this is what happens. Number one, you go from desperate, I need money, I need money, I need money, to a audience centric approach. Selling as a service places your audience at the center of your efforts. It gives you a goal to follow. You start listening to their needs in a different way, which then enables you to offer more tailored solutions and we've talked about that specificness with your niche. So taking the spotlight off you and your fear of selling to the spotlight on them and your your need and your desire to serve them. The second thing this does is it builds trust. By prioritizing your audience and what it is that they need from you and how you can serve them, you build the trust and credibility. You don't have to do anything, it happens. Your audience starts seeing you as someone that they can trust, rather than just some salesperson. And so they keep coming back. Another benefit, number three, is the long-term relationships that it builds. Having that service-first mindset fosters the long-lasting relationships. It's what allows people to keep coming back, to keep engaging with your content, to keep buying from you. You're not just focused on a one-time transaction. You're committed to providing ongoing value because your foundation is service first. Another benefit is that it leads to ethical selling. There's always going to be used car salesmen out there. There's nothing we can do about it. There's always gonna be those people who ruin it for the rest of us. But that doesn't have to be us. Because if it's true that we're always selling something because you chose to be in this world of marketing and branding, all it is is sales. So we're gonna do it ethically. And the way that we do it ethically is service first. Service aligns with ethical selling practices. It ensures that what you offer genuinely benefits your customers and it meets their expectations. And then the fifth one is satisfaction. People are more satisfied and are likely to advocate for your brand when they feel that you have served them something that benefited them. And then they refer others to you and it contributes to your brand growth. So I wanna know, does the idea of selling as a service resonate with you? Is it something that you can get on board with? Is it something that you can start embracing 100%? And and really tap in, Like, because the next question I wanna ask you is like, how? How are you going to start embracing it? Because it's one thing to say it, but then if you feel like, you know, if if you're missing that confidence piece with selling, which again, that comes in, in pillar two brand discovery, once you know who you are, the the amount of confidence that you have, once you've really tapped into that, and once you start clarifying the offer, it's so much easier to sell. Once you know what you're selling and who you're selling to and why you're selling it to and why you're the best person to sell it, (laughs) makes it so much easier. So I want to know how, how are you going to do that? And if you ever start to find like a, you're faltering a little bit, I want you to go back to thinking about an experience that you felt that a person or a brand genuinely served your needs through a transaction, through a purchase. And what made that experience so memorable for you? Really think through that, because if it made it memorable for you, it's probably going to be memorable for somebody that you serve one day. So just by this first bit of embracing that selling as a service mindset, it drives the ship. It's literally your compass for everything else. So let's continue our exploration of some income strategies. So what does that even really mean, right? Income strategy. What's an income strategy? The way that I kind of define an income strategy is it basically means various income generation strategies, right? From monetizing your content to creating lead generation systems. Like what are we doing to actually bring people in and then sell them? So let's discuss the concept of this and why it's really so crucial, why having income generating strategies are so crucial for your brand sustainability. Income strategies is what helps you turn your brand's presence, which we master in pillars two and three, and engagement, which we master in pillar five, into consistent streams of income, which is pillar six. So you see how that builds on top of each other? So let's get more specific here. How do we do that? One of the ways that you can do that, that I find very easy when it comes to brand acceleration is monetization through content. So this strategy involves leveraging your content, such as social media content, blog content, video content to generate income. There's so many different ways that you can achieve this. Some of the most common ways is ad revenue, affiliate marketing, UGC, user-generated content, or you actually selling your own digital products or services. To get even more specific, monetization monetization through content could also be monetization through education. So if you're someone who wants to create a course to educate someone on something, that's how you're going to be monetizing. Another way that you can do it, which I mentioned earlier, is through lead generation systems. So what do I mean by that? A lead gen system is what turns prospects into paying customers. So the system that we use to take someone into our world, nurture them and then sell them, you can do this through email marketing, newsletters, webinars, video trainings, boot camps, virtual sessions, the list goes on. There's so many different ways to do this. That's another way. Another way that's very popular in the online space to generate income and diversify is through membership models. People create memberships or subscription based services and they provide exclusive content. It could be an app, it could be something, you know, behind a paywall.com, and you're providing exclusive content to someone and they're paying a monthly subscription for it. Another way that people make money building a brand online is through sponsorships, partnerships, joint ventures, brand deals. It's where you work with another person or you work with another brand and you're paid to partner up to promote typically a product or service. So I think I just listed off what, probably five or six different income strategies that you as an online brand could focus on. So I would love to know from you all, just share a brief example of an income income strategy that you're currently focused on. Maybe you have one, maybe you have many, but what is your main focus of income? UGC, brand writing, affiliate marketing, paid brand partnerships, memberships, digital services partnerships. So yeah, we've got a lot of monetization through content here. We've got a membership model, We've got a few sponsorships, partnerships, joint ventures, another membership model. We've got another uh, switching from one-to-one to to digital courses. So that would be monetization through content, course creation. Yep. Monetization through content. There's always one that never seems to float up. And I find it to be the most important one because it's the one that brings in all the people that you get to sell to. And that's your lead gen system. How many people here use? Use an email list to nurture and sell to people. Give me a one in the chat. Bethan does great. Got a few here. How many people don't? How many people don't use any email marketing? You don't use any webinars or free trainings or free trials, even as a content creator, because I'll get that. I'll get that pushback a lot of times. People are like, "Well, Julia, I, I don't have a course. i I just create content. I'm I'm a blogger, so I don't need an email list." Eh, wrong. <laughs> Leaving a lot of money on the table. So this, not yet, yep. This is a great, great, beautiful place to strengthen. Legion systems are often the most overlooked because people kind of make up and tell themselves that they're harder to do, even though everyone's like racking their brain and stressing themselves out doing all the hard content creation, (laughs) same thing. Um, But this is definitely one that I like to talk about because it's often overlooked. Okay. So with this to say, we've had a lot of people share examples of what they do. I've shared a lot of examples. I would love to know which is an avenue that you would love to strengthen when it comes to different types of monetization avenues and strategies. What's something that you haven't dived into that you're like, I really want to see if I can diversify my income here and I wanna focus on this. Email marketing, digital products, newsletter, Email, digital courses, yes. And this leads me on to the second thing that I wanna dive into today, which is diversification. So diversifying your revenue just simply means not relying solely on one source of income. Why is this important? Well, it reduces the risk of your financial instability. Simply put, most people that come to me and say, I don't make consistent income, when I ask them, well, how many different revenue streams do you have, they tell me zero or one. So, well, that's why you're having a hard time making consistent income. You haven't diversified your revenue streams. Now, I'm not saying you need to have 20, but let's brainstorm together. Can anyone think of different ways to diversify their income streams for their brand today? I would love to know, just based on some examples that I just shared, based on, of course, we've got to go back to our foundation. We're not just pulling ideas from air. We've got to go back to, well, who are we? What does our brand discovery tell us? What does our UVP tell us? What does the stage of brand development tell us? Because once you've clarified your offer, then you know exactly how you could diversify your revenue streams. Let me ask you this. Is someone having a challenge right now figuring out how they can diversify their revenue streams because they haven't clarified their offer yet? And they haven't gotten clear on their UVP and who they are. Yes, lots of yeses here. So that is an indicator. You have to master pillar two and three before you're going to create consistent income. It is more than possible. It is literally right here for you. This is what this whole journey with us together is this month, and this is what we're going to be doing inside the Brain Accelerator. If you choose to join me in the program, we're what we're opening it next week. This is where we're going to go through it together. No matter what, you have the formula. This is yours to have and keep forever, and you can either dive in with me and we'll fast track it and I give you everything step by step but at the very least you know what needs to be done. So if you catch yourself being like I don't know why I'm still on this rat race, I don't know why I'm still stuck, I don't know why I'm stressed out about money 99% of the time. At least we have the awareness to now say, "Oh, it's because I haven't given myself the opportunity to get clear on my on pillar 2. I haven't chosen To get clear on pillar three, which is why I can't go to refining my message or connecting with my audience or generating streams of revenue lists yet. At least I'm aware of that. And then you get to make the decision on how are you going to then get to the other side of that. This is the clear plan of action to follow. You just get to make the choice of how you want to follow it and if you want to follow it. As always, thank you so much for joining me today. And every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all of that good stuff.